Gene Codes, Session 11. Today I'm going to take a look at bioenergetics. We're almost completed with the list of coming soon, and then I will start going into more specifics on, uh, I'll cycle back around and I'll start going into more specifics into each one of these different systems that I've been talking about in the Gene Codes. And bioenergetics came across... Um, Bioenergetics came across uh, my table many, many, many years ago when I really started getting into the idea of gene codes or the idea of the human aura or the, the human energetic system. You know, this, this began for me many, many years ago with the seven life energies, which from that point on, those seven life energies opened me up to the idea that there's something innately inherent in uh, in our behavior, something that we're born with. And because I was open to this idea, I naturally became open to other ideas. So because this was an energy, this was a concept of energy, right? The natural life energies, the seven life energies, I'm a dynamic assertive and there are dynamic aggressives and there are adaptive aggressives. And so you have all of these different types of energy but the thing that really fascinated me uh, the most was the idea that it was an energy, right? So I'm not looking in my genetics, even though genetics has something to do with it. And so I opened myself up to the idea that there is this energetic field that our physical body resides in. We tend to say, you know, our the spirit within us or uh, our soul is within us. But I, I really believe that it is the opposite. I believe that our physical bodies are incorporated into our soul, into our energy field. Our energy field is much, much larger, mu much, much larger than our physical body. But I started to become fascinated with this human energy field, right? And so I'm looking into the human energy field and I came across um, the work of Barbara Brennan, Barbara Ann Brennan, uh, who, who wrote a book called The Hands of Light, and it dealt a lot with the science behind Reiki and the explanations behind Reiki and other, and the human energy field, the chakras, the different layers of the human energy field. Um, Barbara Brennan, I believe, was an astrophysicist who worked at NASA. And ever since she was a young girl, she had the ability to see not only human auras, but the energetic field, the auras uh, in life. And so she thought it was absolutely normal. She thought it was, she never questioned it. She lived out in the countryside, so she never really questioned uh, seeing energy fields around trees and flowers and animals and people. It, it wasn't something shocking or surprising to her as it would be to, let's say, me if I wake up tomorrow morning or you if you wake up tomorrow morning and start suddenly seeing auras around people and things. So it was absolutely natural to her. And as she became a teenager, this kind of uh, faded away and she never really questioned it. She never really talked about it because she just imagined that it was a natural, normal part of life. This, um, I believe these kinds of things influence you to go into certain fields because then um, she, no, she was not an astrophysicist. I think she was an atmospheric physicist. <laughs> so, you know, the atmosphere, she began to study the atmosphere, which is what you see. Uh, when you're, when you're seeing auras, you're seeing the atmosphere, the energetic atmosphere of a person or an object or a creature, a thing. 
But anyway, I got into her work and I was really, I was really enjoying it because it really helped me to understand other things about the seven life energies, which is mainly what I was trying to understand where this, where this system comes from, where this phenomenon comes from. And I was looking at the human energy field. And then there was a chapter that was dedicated to the human energy field, the aura of the different types of people who were outlined in bioenergetics. So I said, okay, well, now I got to look at this bioenergetics. And I'll tell you why. Because at that point, I had encountered many, many dynamic assertives. And I'm a dynamic assertive. And for those who have followed these gene keys, the, the, the seven life energies was where it all started for me. And my being a dynamic assertive made it much more easy for me, being that it's my energy, to identify if another person is a dynamic assertive. And because dynamic assertives are naturally, naturally attracted to and gravitate towards other dynamic assertives, because we have, you know, this, it's, it's, it's commonality. We have this, uh, this commonality about us. But I began to notice that many dynamic assertives were very different from me. I saw the qualities. I saw the charisma. I saw the magnetism. I saw everything that made them a dynamic assertive. But then I wondered, what is it that made them so different? And this is what opened me up to delve into other typologies, other different systems of understanding personality, character, behavior. And so when I came across dynamic, uh, when I came across bioenergetics, I understood why dynamic assertives were different from one another. Fundamentally, they were still a dynamic assertive. But then with this bioenergetics and this, this, you see, this opens up many other doors for all of these other gene codes. So I was looking into the bioenergetics and obviously as I'm looking into these systems, I'm trying to identify myself. I'm trying to identify, uh, which character am I? So, in bioenergetics, now what the, what makes bioenergetics a little bit different and a little a little bit unique is that it, we're still dealing with energetics, as the name suggests, but we're not dealing with something that you're born with. We're dealing with something that comes out of your conditioning from your childhood. Because when I when I delved into bioenergetics from Barbara Ann Brennan, I went to Alexander. Uh, Lowen, Alexander, that's his name, Alexander Lowen, because he was the one that was mentioned in the book and he was the one who she studied with and studied his work. So when I got into Alexander Lowen, I realized that it was really, uh, had a lot to do with psychiatry because Alexander Lowen was a student of Wilhelm Reich. And those of you who have studied anything in, in, in the, in the world of energy, uh, you may have come across the name Wilhelm Reich. And if you haven't, Wilhelm Reich was a student of Sigmund Freud. And I'm sure if you're interested, if you're, if you're into, in, into any aspect of psychology, you're going to come across the name Sigmund Freud. So Sigmund Freud had this student, Wilhelm Reich, who disagreed with his methodology and disagreed with a lot of his principles. And not only that, but Wilhelm Reich was really big into energy. And so he, he, he challenged Sigmund Freud and then started to develop his own methodology for understanding his patients. And one of the things that he's known, what, one of the things that he noticed that he disagreed with Freud was that you have to look at your, you have to look at your patient and you have to notice their breathing patterns and you have to notice the tension that exists within their body. And this is where bioenergetics came out because what Wilhelm Reich and Alexander Lowen began to notice was that different energy patterns of tension uh, 
caused the body to actually change. So they came out with these, they came out with this typology that was based on, uh, schizoid, the oral, the masochist, uh, the psychopath, and the rigid. And these were all terms and things that came from the world of psychiatry, but what they did, what, what Alexander Lowen together with Wilhelm Reich did, and Alexander Lowen, Alexander Lowen was really the one that put, pu- pushed it forward and became a, and, and popularized the idea of this form of psychiatry, this different form of, uh, looking at the psychiatric conditions that people have, whether it's schizophrenia, whether it's psychopathy and, and seeing it within the body. That's, that's what, that's what bioenergetics essentially is all about is that our bodies will form a certain way. So take the oral, for example. I like the example of the oral because the oral is a very skinny person with a a somewhat large head. And this is due to the tension that is created from within a child that feels that he is going to be abandoned by his or her mother. And this creates tensions within the body that then cause the person to become clingy, uh, to feel malnourished on a spiritual level and then essentially in life becomes malnourished. And I've seen these types of people and I've seen these body structures and, and it's amazing because in this concept is basically what you're, what's, what it's saying is that during your childhood, you're going to have certain types of conditioning which are going to influence the tension that your body holds and your body constantly holding that tension throughout life will form a physical type of body, whether it's a really skinny person, whether it's a person with big, broad shoulders um, and, and skinny legs, or if it's a person that looks kind of crushed and, and, and robust. And these are the different types of body types that will be formed based on your attitude, which is based on the conditioning that you may or may not have had either at home or in the environment where you grew up because certain uh, actions from the adults in our environment create a reaction within us, which can often create tensions. And those tensions then create a character flaw or a character modification. It, it influences your character. So as opposed to a lot of the other gene codes, this is not something you're born with. It is something that you are conditioned into, but it is nevertheless an energetic quality that then influences your genetics, obviously, because your physical structure is changing and your physical structure um, has a lot to do. Your DNA has a lot to do with your physical structure. Your genetics has a lot to do with your physical structure. But adding these energetics in your physical structure may be the way that it is today based on how you were treated when you were a child. We'll go into more of these in the future as we uh go through the remaining the remainder of these overviews and as i suggested in the past there are five types in the bioenergetic uh concept so um be ready for five sessions that will deal with each one of those one at a time listen as always thank you for the support thank you very much for listening and i hope that you are enjoying these shorter segments of the smartcast we'll catch up soon for another session of gene codes